Fire Emblem Three Houses hit store shelves this week. We've got a ton of great stories to talk about on this week's JRPG Report. Welcome back, friends. It's another week, and we've got a ton of smaller stories to talk about this week on the JRPG Report. This is episode... 70. My name is James Fisher. Thank you so much for tuning back into your weekly fix for all that goes on in the JRPG world. Uh, we don't have any big, you know, delays or major news. Nothing uh, came bursting out of nowhere this week. Um, but there's like a ton of smaller things to kind of quickly hit at. And we'll go over um, those in just a moment. Um, of course, this week does see the release of Fire Emblem Three Houses, the eagerly anticipated Switch title. Um, there is a new Officer's Academy trailer, which says it's a glimpse into the typical life of a professor. Um, you guys can check that out over on the Facebook page. Um, any of the videos or uh, select images that I talk about, they're all going to be linked over there. On the JRPG Report Facebook page. So if you want to head over there and give us a like, you can follow along with that community each and every week. We're also, uh, I kind of did this last week and actually just got it online uh, yesterday for last week's podcast, but I'm doing a video version of it. I'm going to try my best to do this each and every week, and it's basically just going to be the podcast. But as I talk about, you know, certain videos or, uh, Things that go along that'll have some accompanying um, video for for what I can do. Sometimes it'll just be you know the old logo up there on the screen, but we're going to try to give that a try. And of course, you can see that on YouTube under JRPG Report. But getting into uh, some more uh, news and notes, nothing um, like I said, nothing really huge went on and. Um, don't really, I'll be honest, I don't really know where to start. Usually I try to start with that big story and kind of work my way down. So we'll just dive into it. Um, two trailers came out for Persona 5 Royal. We've been getting those. It seems like about every week a new character trailer has uh, dropped. Well, this week we uh, we got two of them. We got uh, Makoto's the other day and today was Fatuba. I'm sorry, I don't even know how I get that from. It's late. It's been a long day. Anyway, you guys can check out both those trailers on the page or on the uh, on the YouTube. I will have those for you. Um, haven't really got a chance to, to dive into these and see if there's anything that's really going on that's new. Um, I'm guessing it's kind of just, hey, here's our here's our characters. <laughs> Uh, you know them from Persona 5, and uh, we'll get to know a lot more of them um, as we as we get closer to, hopefully, a release date. Uh, hopefully, we get an announcement on that pretty soon. Of course, in Japan, as it comes out on Halloween, we'll get it, hopefully, early 2020. Hope it doesn't slip too far back. Uh, we did get some Dragon Quest XI uh, S news. The... Uh, the Japanese version of it has gone gold. So that means it's all done and ready for uh, production. Uh, development of the Western version is still underway. So it will take that a little bit 
longer. Of course, this is a worldwide release on September 27th, so uh, need to get it cracking on that, boys. Get it, uh, get it going. And we did get some uh, news on it as well that um, we've kind of hinted at it a little bit that we were talking about the, uh, some additional stories that may um, come out and you get a little bit more in-depth with it. So they're saying there's going to be previously untold truths revealed. New stories have been added. Um, they say, go on an adventure where each character becomes the protagonist of their own story. Talk to people, explore, find treasure, and fight against formidable foes in a unique new story experience. Uh, one of the images has Eric with a heel slime. So kind of harkening back to uh, early uh, Dragon Quest tiles, in particular the first chapter of uh, Dragon Quest Four, where you had uh, nothing but a Ragnar and a heel slime to kind of guide you, guide you through. We see uh, Jade um, with the... Um, with that monster who bewitched her there after the after the fall, and she looks like maybe when they first uh, encountered down. You've got uh, some other images there going along. <laughs> it's good stuff, and I think this is kind of. It looks like it's kind of going to be some of the stories uh, after the fall, some of the stories um, before they come into contact with your with your main character. It's kind of hard to talk about any of this stuff without giving major spoilers, so you definitely want to check out Dragon Quest Eleven just as a game in whole, but it looks like S is going to really bring some things to the table in terms of really diving into uh, um, each party member and what their maybe some of their motives were and uh, some of their inspirations. Uh, there's a couple cool scenes and we won't really get too much into it. Like I said, there's definitely some, some spoilers in there. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Maybe when S gets a little bit closer to, to out and people have a chance to, to play it on their own. There is a new trailer for monster hunter world iceborne, and it shows off the monster acidic glavinous cool trailer. You guys can check it out. On the page as well, they said uh, the species is a subspecies of Glavinus that boasts more precise control of its sulfur-coated tail blade and corrosive sulfuric acid debuffing abilities. Dude looks menacing, to say the least. Not somebody that you want to uh, be in a dark alley, to say the least. Uh, Monster Hunter World also hit a milestone uh, this past week, I believe, that worldwide shipments... And digital sales have topped 13 million. I don't think Capcom planned for those type of numbers, uh, but I am sure they are ecstatic that it is done as well as it has. And uh, a free item pack will be available uh, for all players to celebrate this from July 25th until August 29th. Looks like you get an attack jewel, an appreciation ticket, silver eggs. A gold wyvern print and heavy armor sphere. So they're kind of a last way to say thank you to all 13 million people who have purchased Monster Hunter World. Uh, some odd Nintendo Switch news, and I guess I wasn't aware of this yet. It Apparently the system is not available in China? Um, 
they're going to have a press conference. Uh, Nintendo and Tencent will host a joint press conference in uh, Shanghai on October 2nd to discuss the launch of the Switch in China. Um, I, I, I plead ignorance on this one. I did not know that that was not a thing. So, um, uh, the first thought is switch has done incredibly well without, uh, the world's most populous country, <laughs> uh, buying into it. Certainly in impressive. So finally our Chinese friends will be able to enjoy the Nintendo switch, uh, not too much longer October or August 2nd. Rather for that. Uh, delay news for Dragon Star Veneer's PC release. It was supposed to come out in September. It has now been pushed back to October. And keep in mind this game is uh, is already out for consoles. Um, Idea Factory International delayed the PC version um, for better optimization, the company announced. Uh, as previously announced, the PC version will include all gameplay and art content from the Japanese version, as well as English, Japanese, and traditional Chinese subtitles. So if you're waiting around on uh, Dragonstar Star for PC, well, you get to wait just a little bit uh, longer. That's kind of concerning. Kind of you can get that one out. Uh some Final Fantasy VII Remake, not news, but a pretty cool little thing they released. Um, they put a piece of concept art up, and it shows the uh, Section 1 train station in Midgar. And so what they did was they've got two clips. One of them is the concept art, and then another is one of the in-game screenshots. And it's not exactly, you know, a recreation. It, it certainly shows cloud and combat, so uh, there's a little bit... Uh, more going on than what the concept art was trying to convey, but it's just a cool kind of look into to what they're trying to do. Um, I've got both those images up on the Facebook page. You can take a take a peek at those and let see what you think. Certainly looks. Uh, I really like the concept art. I like what they try to do there, and then we'll see it come come to life in uh, all of its glory. Not too much longer, guys. It'll be here before we know it. I know it seems like a long way away, but at least having a, a date <laughs> keeps things uh, in perspective. Uh, haven't got a chance to download this one yet, but there is a demo out for Anunnaki. Um, it's currently available for both PlayStation 4 and Switch demo. Um, it shows off uh, the you get a taste of the story, a story in the battle system. And they released a new trailer called the Upgrade and Customize uh, trailer. So you can check that out. Um, here is an overview of the demo via the PlayStation Store. The Anunnaki demo includes a story mode that lets you experience the opening part of an epic tale about life, death, and reincarnation. And battle mode, where you can enjoy thrilling combat using an upgraded character possessed by four demons that perform different job roles. You can also carry your progress from story mode over to the full game. Arnaki features exciting hack and slash style battles with deep customization of your demons and weapons. Experience unique action gameplay combined with a deep and satisfying story. Arnaki is coming out PS4, Switch, and PC worldwide on August 22nd. So if you want to check that out, head over to your uh, 
head over to the PlayStation Store or over to the Nintendo eShop and you can download that demo right now. I've also got that trailer link for you guys on the Facebook page as well. Super Robot Wars 5 and 10 are both coming to the Switch and PC. These games are already available on PS4 and Vita. Uh, Bandai Namco announced this. Um, that's and that's it. That they're <laughs> that they're both uh, both currently coming. A release date was not announced. But if you are a fan of the series, I was especially looking at this concept art. It kind of always reminded me of uh, Mega Man enemies. The way the character designs were just uh, pretty cool looking stuff. And if you don't have a Vita or PS4 and you're looking for this, well, hopefully we'll have a release date for you sometime soon. But not yet. Don't know it yet. Uh, there was a new commercial TV, Japanese TV spot came out for Code Vein. It's about 15 seconds long for the September due action RPG. Um, and a screenshot came along with that one as well. This one is due out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on September 27th. And you can check that out if you are so inclined. Uh, Room Factory 4 fans, there is going to be a live stream on uh, July 25th at uh, 2100. Or 20 uh, I guess that's how you say it. 2000. Um, Japan Central Time. So hopefully you're listening to this uh, today, the day I re- recorded it, or the next day. <laughs> and uh, if if it's already happened, um, you can, I'm sure, find it on YouTube. There'll, there'll be links to it as well. Um, this edition of the program is a launch commemoration special for Rune Factory 4 Special, which is coming out the same day, July 25th, in Japan. In addition to live gameplay of Rune Factory 4 Special, there will also be new information regarding Rune Factory 5. It will have special guests, a mystery secret guest that fans of Rune Factory series won't want to miss. They say, quote, um, a singer, a live game streamer, and, and a contributor are also planned to be there. So if you are a fan of this series, you definitely do not want to miss a uh, this live stream. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, speaking of live streams, uh, Sega will host the second Sekiro Wars Imperial Theater Propaganda Department Report um, <laughs> at the exact same time, uh, July 25th at 2000 Japan Central Time. So, don't know exactly how that happened. I guess somebody didn't say, hey... Maybe not the exact same time as this other, uh, you know, JRPG series live stream, but it's happening. And of course, it's not like you can't watch these things uh, afterwards as well. Uh, the live stream will feature various information related to Project Secure Wars, including the first live gameplay of the game's battle parts. Uh, special guests will be featured the uh, producer. Uh, Sega Games Company Director and Chief Product Officer, and others. Game is due out on PS4 this winter for Japan and spring 2020 in North America and Europe. Let's take just a quick pause, have a word from our sponsor, Anchor, and we'll be back to wrap up this week's 
JRPG Report. We got news this week that Project Stella has been delayed past 2019 in Japan and may appear at the Kedokawa Games Grand Festival 2019. It is a Starly Girls themed strategy RPG for consoles. Definitely won't make it this year and it may or may not appear at the aforementioned festival. <coughs> Quote, we're working hard to be able to tell you even a little bit about Project Stella at the festival. They send a tweet. But in any case, releasing this year, like we said we would at the beginning of the year, would be difficult. We're very sorry to stay. There was a new screenshot that went along with that, though. But if you were looking forward to Project Stella, you're going to have to wait even longer now. It's not coming out for a while. <clears throat> there is a Grand Blue Fantasy special live stream which would be going on at the Grand Blue Extra FES 2019 Osaka set August the 3rd. Now, I don't know if we're going to hear anything um, <clears throat> in particular about Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. They're not talking about that yet. We may get some information, um, of course, about the Grand Blue Fantasy smartphone game and uh, maybe something about Versus. My interest is more towards Relink. At this point, we'll see if uh, if at some point in time they don't talk about it. I, I don't see how they kind of can't. I mean, it is, it is an upcoming uh, game from Grand Blue Fantasy, so I don't see why we wouldn't hear anything possibly about Relink. Um, quick side note, I was flipping through Netflix the other night, and uh, Grand Blue Fantasy is on Netflix now. I don't know if it's season one or the whole series or or whatever it is, but I think they had, I want to say, 12 or 13 episodes on there. I made it through a couple of them when I had uh, a little bit of time, and it, it wasn't wasn't bad. It, it's certainly an interesting story. I guess it's just purposely drawn this way. To where it kind of looks a little older. Like I would have expected maybe slightly better looking. The effects are really cool in it, um, and I'm guessing that's the story that's going to be perhaps told in Relink at some point in time, but I'm still very fresh to this whole Grand Blue world, so uh, kind of just taking, <laughs> taking it all in. Um, we got news about the Tactical RPG Fail Sale, Arbor's Mark. This one came out back on April 30th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Well, Switch is going to get it digitally from the Nintendo eShop on August the 14th. Publisher 1C Entertainment and developer 6i Studios announced. So if you've been holding out for uh, Fail Seal, it'll, from the Switch, it'll be out a little bit, uh, a little bit under a month from now. Um, according to 1C Entertainment... It has earned a passionate following since it debuted in Steam Early Access and commands a strong 93% review rating. Fail Seal Arbor's Mark is an exciting new turn-based tactical RPG from a studio who truly adores the genre. I've got that um, Switch announcement trailer for you guys on the Facebook page. Um, we got news of uh, Ease 9... Monster of Nox has introduced five new characters, new systems, 
and a map of Bordeaux. This came from the latest issue of Dengeki PlayStation. It includes reveal the characters Commander Chevlart, Warden Berger, Examiner Ingrid, Marius, and Magarto. And the extra or the boost slash extra skill, Larva Battle, and Grimwald's Night Systems. Uh, of course, the five new characters and the system to see this boost and extra skill is say by pressing R1 and L1 during battle, you'll enter into boost state, which increases your ability, the damage you deal, the damage you deal, as well as lowers enemy damage, movement speed, and a number of combo attacks you can land. Additionally, by pressing R1 plus L1 in the state, you can activate your extra skill, which is a unique special move that ends the boost state. To enter this boost stage, you must fill up a gauge that builds up by landing standard attacks and taking enemy damage. The Larva Battles is a dark miasma that can be found in various places throughout the game. By touching it, your surroundings will become monotone and a battle will commence. By winning this battle, you'll build up your Nox gauge, which is necessary for Gwynwald's Knight to occur. There are also hidden high difficulty Larva. So this Grimwald's Knight, it occurs when your Nox Gauge reaches its maximum amount. The monsters gather in a different dimension where they must defeat countless larvae. The battle will end when all larvae have been defeated. This will also cause barriers in the city to disappear, expanding your range of actions. This system is based on the Raid and Beast raid system of the previous game, but brushed up and equipped with elements unique to the game. You will also receive bonuses based on your score and cooperation with monsters from outside of the party. I've got the uh, the link of this giant city as well. Uh, you can check that image out on the Facebook page. And you can tell I keep kind of wanting you guys to go there. It'd be cool if you did. <laughs> we got news of <clears throat> turn-based strategy RPG Tears of Avia has been announced for Xbox One and PC. This one is due out sometime this year in the fourth quarter. England-based developer Cuckoo Squeaky has announced that Tears of Avia, a Japanese RPG-inspired turn-based strategy RPG, wow, a Japanese RPG-inspired turn-based strategy RPG (laughs) coming to Xbox One and PC via Steam sometime this later. It has... uh, it says its key features are players that play as, as varied and exciting cast of characters on your adventure through Asteria, each with their own abilities and view on each other. As war continues to split the land, a camaraderie conquer all or will personal will camaraderie conquer all or will personal views rip your team apart. In combat, you create your party from five different classes and dozens of playable characters. Combine hundreds of unique skills to ensure victory and never have the same fight twice as each character features its own upgrade and leveling tree. This uh, trailer came out back in September of 2015. I'm uh, just now getting it out for Xbox One and PC, which are basically the same thing. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, if you've been waiting a while for this one, you can hopefully finally check it out sometime later this year. Our weekly 
Atelier Raza news was uh, they got three new characters, Linkage, Cynthia's, and Gatherpoint. So this is these new tidbits come courtesy of Dengeki PlayStation. Here are those details. The new character is called Lara. She's a mysterious female warrior with a calm, cool, and collected atmosphere who has investigated Anvil and Kukin Islands for a certain purpose. She teaches Raza and her friends how to fight. She wields a pair of long talons in battle and fights alongside Raza and her friends as a party member. We got news of Kiro, a spirit who fights alone for something important. You will run into Kilo in unexpected places. And Agathe is a popularity of guardians who protect Raza and Bonin Village, who watches over Raza and her friends. The new synthesis system is called Linkage Synthesis. It says there are different trees for each recipe. Even the same tree can have a different outcome depending on the route. There are also automatic synthesis. Item rebuild resynthesizes items you have previously used. Materials can also be synthesized from where you left off in the trees of previously synthesized items. Um, there's also the gathering point synthesis. You can create entire fields synthesized using bottles. Adding more materials, the appearance and items you can collect will change. Until they arise at Ever Darkness and the Secret Hideout will launch on PS4 and Switch September 26th in Japan for PS4, Switch, and PC via Steam on October 29th in North America and November 1st in Europe. I want to give a big shout out to Kayung, our newest subscriber on YouTube. Thank you so much for that. Like I said, we were trying something new, trying to uh, get the report out there for people to people to check out and uh, have a new way of viewing it. So you know, there's a lot of people that they're just on YouTube. So I want to be able to reach as many people as possible, not only you know through a traditional podcast ways, but also via YouTube. We tried something new last week. I'm hoping a few of you noticed it suddenly show up in your in your feed. We did our Sunday special first episode, and uh, this was all about uh, the producer for Tales of Arise and producer Tamizawa. I read the full interview that I said would be completely boring to listen to. <laughs> well, I did. I had a second thought and thought, well, maybe this is. Rather than do it, you know, during the normal podcast, let's do it as a special. That way, if you chose to listen to it, you'd get the whole whole spill. So we're going to try to do that every Sunday. Um, a little bit of foreshadowing. I've got, uh, I think I'm going to do another interview, uh, this time with President Kondo from um, the Legend of Heroes Falcom Falcom president. He'll be talking all about the past and future of uh, the Trails of series. And after that, because I don't, it's not quite as long as the uh, other video the other day. I'll give my final uh, thoughts and uh, a review for the PS4 version of Trails of Cold Steel Two. I thought about putting it 
on here, but I want to keep this podcast just news. And then that podcast will have different things going on in it. So if you are interested in that, hopefully stay tuned um, for that. One uh, final segment, since we're a little little short this week, uh, not a ton of news came out. But uh, just one thing I noticed, I made this list, I don't know, uh, a few months ago. So keep in mind, some of these prices may not be exact, but prices usually don't go up on things. They usually only go down. So I made what I call it a budget gamer uh, JRPG list. This one's just for PS4. And I picked out some, uh, some titles, and I try to stick to just the ones that I've actually played and would personally recommend. Okay. So all these titles are, uh, either under or right at $20. And, uh, so if you're wanting to play something new that you've not played before, some of these, you know, some of these are remasters. Some of them are current gen. It is just a, a good mix of them all in there. Um, First one that I want to talk about was um, Star Ocean 4. They recently completely remastered this game. Um, you guys know, either you're a Star Ocean fan or you are not. I happen to be a Star Ocean fan and didn't get a chance to play this one when it first came out. So this remaster hit at a perfect time right now, or at the time I had it at $21. It could actually be cheaper than that. I know that's what it launched at when I purchased it. And of course these things do go on sale even, you know, from time to time. If you are a fan of that series, you are definitely going to like that game. I thought it was really well done. You know what you're getting in Star Ocean. It's not going to, uh, it may not blow you away, but I just think that those are fun. Um, unique games with the you know ability to jump from different planets and space travel it's just a it's a genre that we don't dive into uh very often so that's and that's the most expensive game i've got on my list okay uh one i could not recommend more that is jrpg inspired was child of light um it's i got it at 15 dollars like I said, these seasons could be cheaper. Just an incredible battle system. A, uh, a story that you're really going to dive into and enjoy. The uh, cancellation battle system reminds you of Grandia, but doesn't have... Uh, it's it's on a 2D plane, so you don't have to worry about uh, characters running around uh, needlessly all the time. A very, very beautiful game that I don't think got enough recognition. I'd love to see another game in this series, but if you've not ever checked out Child of Light, pick it up. And now I've heard this game is also on switch and I think it even came out on Vita and I've definitely heard not to do it on Vita that the controls are a little wonky. Um, there's some sections where you have to guide your like spirit little guy light character and it doesn't work as well on Vita but definitely I can speak of the PS4 version works brilliantly pick it up uh, with Halloween coming up here 
soon. Um, maybe not get it yet, but the closer we get to Halloween, um, a game you must play is Costume Quest 2. Okay? This is a hilarious tromp. With, um, it's all about kids trick-or-treating on Halloween with a twist and a really, really cool little battle, turn-based battle system thrown in there with um, costumes that they, you know, that's their super, they're just kids. But when they collect these costumes, they can turn into these giant overpowered uh, things. If you've never played this game, you've got to check it out. It's really funny. Great little battle system. Um, just so unique. Uh, and it, it's a game that honestly we we kind of always uh, play each Halloween just because it's so much fun. Um, another game at $15. Uh, an old PS2 game, Dark Cloud 2. Uh, one of my favorite PS2 games. I love the town building elements uh, with this game. Battle system, eh, maybe above average to average. Not the best ever, uh, but a very unique game. And like I said, the, for me, like that town building in that game was done so well, and they've really not done done the justice. Like was like Nunu Kuni two. The battle, the town building back in Dark Cloud two on PS two was light years ahead of what they tried to do in Nunu Kuni two. Just saying. A very very fun game. Um, for fifteen bucks, you could definitely do worse. Uh, if you want to go real old school, uh, Peter Solar and the Great Architects for fifteen dollars. You can't uh, you can't do much better than that. Uh, kind of lunar inspired visuals and uh, sprites. Uh, really good turn based RPG. Definitely want to check that one out. Uh, I just picked this one up on the Switch. I believe at this price point, about $16. You can get the um, re-re-touched-up edition of Final Fantasy VII. You guys know I don't need to tell you to, to not get or get Final Fantasy VII. But if you're feeling nostalgic and want to hold you over until uh, Remake goes out, definitely you can pick that up at any point in time. Um, the last game I've got on here is one of the few games I have actually platinum trophied. It's not a big list for me. I, I I think I've got less than 10 platinums. Trophies aren't a huge deal to me. It's certainly not going through platinums. But one of them, well, the one off the top of my head, I know what was Nino Kuni. Because that took forever. The other one was Rainbow Moon. And... I've seen it as low as like five bucks. I think it's, you know, everyday price is 15. I love that game. Like, I just thought it was so much fun. Uh, a very cool, unique um, art style to it. Really fun dungeons, uh, fun characters. Uh, there's a sequel to it, uh, Rainbow Skies, that I've. Like every time I go to try to pick that up, I just kind of forget about it or something else pops up. But I could not recommend that one anymore, especially at fifteen bucks. I think you'll uh I think you'll enjoy that one. But yeah, that uh that's my budget gamer PS4. I'm sure there's 
Uh, I'm sure there's others. I'm not sure like what Battle Chasers is down to. Maybe it's around that price point. I would recommend it as well. But uh, these were all digital ones. Okay. So you can go and don't have to leave your couch. You can go and download it right now. Um, other ones require shipping or getting in your car. So I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to trouble you guys too much on that. Definitely pick those up if you're looking for something fun to play to hold you over until, you know, Cold Steel 3 comes out or until you get a, a bigger paycheck. Maybe your boss cuts your hours down to 15 hours this week. You, you're you a little bit short on a uh, gaming budget, but uh, that'll do it for Episode 70 of the JRPG Report. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, it's been a lot of fun this week. Looking forward to do it again. Don't forget, check out Facebook, YouTube. Give us a subscribe and a like and all that fun stuff. And uh, look out for our other uh, weekly podcast, the Sunday special. I appreciate you guys so much listening and uh, tuning into this clean, family-friendly podcast that uh, we can enjoy being together each week. Till next time, guys. James Fisher signing off for the JRPG Report. And until next time we talk, get back out there and level up.